Hey everybody, welcome back to the Four Pillars of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Bazran. On this week's episode, I'll be talking about anxiety, the pharmaceutical industry, how to naturally boost your serotonin levels, working out, and what eating the right foods can do for your mental health. I truly hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. Before we can learn how to combat this mental illness that millions upon millions of people suffer from each and every single year, we first must know what it is. So what is anxiety? Have you ever asked yourself that question? There's been moments in my life where I sporadically have suffered from anxiety. Nothing too major. I've never taken any psychotropic drugs or anything like that. But I do understand the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed, and worried. And that led me to ask myself this question, what is anxiety? And to me, anxiety is when we as human beings are not living in the present moment. It's when we as human beings are thinking and worrying about the worst possible case scenario in the future. It's when we are creating this level of fear and stress over the unknown. And when we have this level of uncertainty, it makes us feel anxious or nervous thus creating anxiety or anxiety attacks. And by no means possible am I a doctor, nor do I have my PhD in science or medicine. I'm just a person who's very curious and understands my mind very well. And this is my take on anxiety. And I know it's a very polarizing topic, so there's going to be people who agree with me and there's going to be people who don't. And that's okay. I think it's important that People share their opinions and have these civil conversations because that's when you could understand someone else's perspective and actually learn a thing or two. So this is my take on anxiety. To me, it doesn't make sense that if anxiety is described as a feeling of stress, worry, or unease, that we take an outside medication to combat something that we have created in the midst of our own minds through our level of thinking. And I understand that there's different levels of anxiety. I get that. And I'm not diminishing people who have taken anti-anxiety medications or who are currently taking anti-anxiety medications. That's not my goal here at all. I'm just trying to draw awareness to the fact that if we are creating this level of anxiety through our level of thinking, our first option shouldn't be taking these psychotropic drugs that come with major side effects and implications. We should first try natural solutions before we go spend millions of dollars as a nation taking these psychotropic drugs, whether they're mood stabilizers, antidepressants, or anti-anxiety medications. When I was doing my research, I realized that if you go to your doctor or psychiatrist and you tell them that you're feeling anxious or nervous, before they ask you, any other questions, they're going to write your prescription to anti-anxiety or antidepressants. And the first antidepressant that they like to give is a drug called selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And this helps you relieve anxiety symptoms by raising levels of serotonin in your brain. And for those who don't know, serotonin is a chemical in the brain that affects your mood and happiness. And now this is a part where I have to speak about the brain and nervous system and spinal cord because it all stems together. So we each have a nervous system composed of our brain, neurons, and spinal cord. 
within our nervous system, we have neurons, and these are basically information transmitters. They use electric signals to send information between our nervous system and other parts of our body. That's why you can run, jump, and skip because our neurons are firing electric signals between our nervous system and other parts of our body. Neurotransmitters are the messages that get attached on the neurons. And one important neurotransmitter that we all have is serotonin. So when you take anti-anxiety medications or antidepressants, they work by creating more production of serotonin. But what your doctor won't tell you is that you can naturally increase your serotonin levels through the first one being working out. When you push yourself in the weight room, when you run on the treadmill or you do intervals on a stationary bike, your body is producing an amino acid called tryptophan. And this amino acid increases a level of serotonin produced in your brain. So that's the first way that you can naturally increase your serotonin levels. The second way is getting exposure to sunlight. Now you're killing two birds with one stone. You go outside, you go for a nice walk or hike, you're being active, you're getting exercise, and you're naturally increasing your serotonin levels. The third way to increase your serotonin levels is by eating foods that contain high tryptophan. And again, tryptophan is an amino acid that increases the level of production of serotonin. Foods that are high in tryptophan are eggs, turkey, chicken, and nuts and seeds. And those are three ways right there, naturally, to increase your serotonin levels. And none of those ways have negative implications on your body, mind, or soul, unlike the antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications that your doctor or psychiatrist will hand your prescription for. Because at the end of the day, you have to take your life and your health into your own hands. You can't expect other people to have your best interest. I recently watched Jonah Hill's latest documentary where he's interviewing his therapist and his therapist goes over this diagram that helps people deal with depression. And the first base is your body. And the therapist talks about how important diet and exercises are. And Jonah Hill asked, how much of that stuff actually makes you feel better? And the therapist said, if you follow a proper diet and exercise consistently, it can make you feel better 85% of the time if you're suffering from depression. Think about that for one second. It can make you feel better up to 85% of the time if you're suffering from depression, the foods that you put into your body and exercising. Why? Because the way you feel and act have a direct correlation with one another. You are acting a certain way because you are feeling a certain way. And two things that could help you feel a lot better in your life are the foods that you put into your body and exercising. When you eat foods that are nutritious for you, you're not going to feel bogged down, tired, or unmotivated, or feel like sitting and scrolling through social media for hours on end or watching Netflix. When you eat foods that are healthy and beneficial for you, you're going to feel alive, radiant, and energetic. And when you have this newfound energy, you're going to feel like exercising. And to me, I don't understand how more people don't exercise on a daily basis. I understand if you're unable to do so because of a medical condition, but for the people who are fully able to exercise, 
I don't understand why they don't. And exercise comes in many shapes and forms. You can go for a hike, go outside for a walk, go on the treadmill, ride a stationary bike, play your favorite sport, sit in a sauna, go for a swim, or sit in the steam room. Me personally, I love working out. And by no means am I a bodybuilder. I'm not even close to a bodybuilder, but I just love pushing myself in the weight room. It's something about going past your comfort zone, doing the exact opposite of what your mind craves and challenging yourself by doing something that's hard and difficult. When you do this and you sweat, you just feel productive and motivated. And in return, you feel a lot happier. And now you're fighting back against anxiety by making yourself feel better through sunlight, through the foods you're eating and exercising. But even if you do all these things, there's still times where you will suffer from anxiety. And that's because of our level of thinking. So the last way to deal with your anxiety is by controlling your thoughts. I'm a massive believer in the concept of how you think is how you feel and how you feel is how you act. The reason why you are feeling and acting a certain way is heavily dependent on your level of thinking. If you're feeling anxious or at unease or nervous, simply ask yourself why. Check back in with your mind and see what you are thinking about because those thoughts determine how you feel and act. I recently went on a trip to California with Anita and our bags actually got lost on this trip. When we got to California, the worker said, hey, your bags are still in Vancouver. You could go buy some pajamas and toiletry things and your bags should be back by tomorrow. So we said, okay, we went, bought our things And the next day, our bags never showed up. And we went for an Indian wedding. So all of our suits, Anita's makeup, her suits, dress shoes, everything were in our luggage. So we had to buy all new things. And it said on Air Canada's website that you could spend up towards $2,400 each per person. So she bought her suits, makeup, I bought dress shoes, dress clothes, everything. And the next day, our bags still haven't came. And the next day after that, Our bags still haven't came. And now it's the last day of our trip. And now I'm getting nervous. I'm getting anxious. I'm thinking, what if our bags are lost? What if all the items within our luggage are gone? And now we just spent around $2,000 each on all new products. But what if Air Canada doesn't reimburse us? Now I'm being anxious. Now I'm being nervous. And I'm ruining the present moment because my mind is stuck worrying and stressing about a future situation that hasn't really happened yet. Then when I went for a walk to calm myself down, I realized that it takes the same amount of energy to be pessimistic than it does to be optimistic. And for some weird reason, we as human beings love being pessimistic. We love thinking about the worst case scenario. We love dwelling and worrying about a situation that hasn't happened yet. And in that moment, I realized that my thoughts are not going to change anything. My thoughts are not going to speed up the process of my bags coming to me sooner, or they're not going to convince Air Canada to reimburse our money. All my thoughts are going to do is make me ruin my present moment and live in my own turmoil of stress, worry, anxiety, and unease. So during that walk, I started to change my level of thinking because Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the only thing that can grow is the thing that you give energy to. 
So if I'm constantly giving my attention and energy to these thoughts of worry, stress, and nervousness, my anxiety will grow. But if I'm constantly giving thoughts to reassurance, optimism, and faith, my anxiety will shrink. And that's exactly what happened. I stopped worrying about it because it wasn't in my control. And we as human beings let things that are not in our control to control us. Don't let something you can't control, control you. If you're feeling anxious or nervous, simply ask yourself why and ask yourself if you can control it. If you are feeling anxious or nervous for a job interview that you have two weeks away, combat that anxiety first through action. Prepare for that interview. Ask yourself those interview questions. Speak with confidence. Practice with a friend. Once you have prepared for your opportunity, there is no point of stressing and worrying about it because it is simply out of your control. You already controlled what was in your control. So now there's no point of worrying or stressing about it. That's when you need to have better quality thoughts. That's when you need to pluck out those thoughts of nervousness or anxious and place them with thoughts of optimism and reassurance. That same day that I went for that walk, a few hours later, our luggage actually came. And it took, I think around two months later, for Air Canada to finally reimburse us for the money that we spent. But if I didn't learn how to change my level of thinking and be optimistic rather than pessimistic, I would have spent those two months stressing, worrying, and creating this level of anxiety over something that wasn't in my control. And I would ruin my present moment over a situation that hasn't happened yet. And I'm not going to lie, there was times where I did create anxiety, but I was conscious of my level of thinking. I plucked out those thoughts of anxiety, nervousness, or worry, and I planted in thoughts of optimism and faith and reassurance. And I constantly reminded myself, the money will come. The money will come. What's for me will come. Patience is understanding that sometimes things need to unfold in their own time. I know this is easier said than done. But don't allow your anxiety to ruin the present moment. And I know how difficult it is to have that train of thought of patience in a moment where you are feeling anxious or nervous. But no one knows what the future holds. So there's no point of stressing and worrying about it. Because there's not a single person out there who hasn't experienced anxiety. There's not. Even before bedtime. My mind starts racing with these thoughts of, what if my parents pass away? What if my dreams never come true? What if my brothers pass away? All these negative and stressful thoughts that create anxiety. But in that moment, I pluck them out. And I plant in thoughts of optimism, reassurance, positivity, and faith. Because remember, it takes the same amount of energy to be pessimistic than it does to be optimistic. Change your level of thinking and change the way you feel and act. And I guarantee you, your anxiety will shrink. And right there, those are four ways to naturally combat your anxiety. But we as human beings are not taught that. We are taught to go to the doctor, go see our psychiatrist and go get antidepressants, mood stabilizers, or anti-anxiety medications. You have to take your own health into your own hands because at the end of the day, the doctors, medical professionals, and psychiatrists, they're there to help you in a sense, but they're also there to make money. They need to generate revenue in order to keep their business and practice going. 
In 2022, the pharmaceutical industry worldwide revenue was set at $1.42 trillion. These pharmaceutical companies are responsible for production, development, and research of medication. So that's why the doctors and psychiatrists hand them out. They need to generate revenue in order for their practice to keep going. And I'm not saying they don't care about you at all. They do. But to a certain extent, you have to take your health into your own hands. Try naturally combating your anxiety through eating the right foods, working out, getting exposure to sunlight, and being in control of your level of thinking, being conscious of your level of thinking. And at that point, if you're still suffering from anxiety, then go contact a medical professional. But up until that point, try your best to deal with anxiety naturally. And I truly hope you guys learned in this week's podcast how to do that and what anxiety is. Thank you guys for listening. Please tune in next week.